a package full of wishes A time machine, a magic wand, a globe made out of gold No instructions or commandments Laws of gravity or indecisions to uphold Printed on the box I see Acme's build a world to be Take a chance, grab a piece Help me to believe it What kind of world do you want? Think anything Let's start at the start Build a masterpiece Be careful what you wish for History starts Steven is my favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio. Talking about the dilemmas of life no one else will. And trying to make sense of it all. Three nights ago, the president promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and change for America. Three days later, Mr. President, and Kevin McCullough. 888-340-3373. That's 888-340-3373. Uh, to connect with Stephen Baldwin, the actor. Kevin McCullough, the uh, the, the pundit, the writer, whatever you want to call it. Genius. Know, I call. 
Uh, and Genius! Go to thebingethinker.com and you can get all of our podcasts. Uh, you can get the podcast to my daily show. Um, now also heard on over 200 uh, stations. This show heard on over 300 stations. And on April 1st, we're going to welcome Grand Rapids to the lineup. We've got a brand new affiliate coming on board. That's going to be fun. Um, but anyway, uh, hour two is, is off and running underway. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I'm dying to know something. Why, uh, why is the Obama administration willing to tolerate misogyny from the left, hatred of women expressed in vile, disgusting, degrading, sexually vulgar terms? Um, but even the slight sniff of it from the right, they, they, they go scorched earth. So, you know, you have a radio show host that says something and it's, it's like, you know, you get the flamethrower and there's nothing left. Uh, uh, Keith Olbermann, who, 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 uh, two years ago described Michelle Malkin. And I don't know if you've ever met Michelle or not, but if, if you ever have a chance to be around her, she, she's, she's a spark plug and a half. Um, tiny little thing. Uh, but loving mom to her kids, uh, really prioritizes her life around her faith and other things. And, uh, he called her a big bag of meat with lipstick. Keith, Keith Oberman once tweeted of our friend Essie Cup that she was living proof that the abortion services of Planned Parenthood were in fact necessary. Bill Maher said that Sarah Palin was the C-word synonym for a piece of the woman's genitalia. He called Michelle Bachman the T-word. There has been deafening silence from the White House to any of those voices on the left, and they all support the president. And I know why none of you have called yet. Because you don't know how to defend this. And that's what I'm asking to help me understand. For people that think that President Obama is doing the best he can and, you know, he's just trying to get the economy working and everything, you're okay with his administration giving the wink, wink, nod, nod to the people who speak to women this way? Is there one liberal in America that is willing to be honest? Or, or do you all tell lies constantly to yourself, to your friends around you, to the world at large? Because, friends, this is a legitimate question of conscience for your soul from the perspective of Kevin McCullough. And Stevie B. Oh, okay. I didn't want to force you into anything. I'm not trying to speak for you. And I know I've said some things already that probably oh, get on with it. giving you a headache. But you don't have... I'm in a bad mood. You don't have the criticism of any of these voices who have said any of those... A big bag of meat with lipstick? First of all, it's obvious Keith Olbermann's never met Michelle Malkin because she's about 5'2". And if you, if, you, if you got her soaking wet in the pond, mm. maybe... 95 pounds. Can I tell my Keith Oberman story now? Oh, yeah. You were going to tell us. So I go, what's that network he was on? He used to be on MSNBC. Yeah, so I w was over there doing something. And I go like into this, into the makeup room. I left like my iPad or whatever and my 
notebooks or whatever. I left something. I, so I go to MSNBC. I go to do an interview. I put my makeup on. I leave something in the makeup room. I go do my interview. I come back out and I get in the makeup room and I'm gathering my things. And Keith Oberman walks in after having just finished his program. And the guy comes in and, and Kevin, I, 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 I'm being as totally, completely honest as I possibly can. You know when they say there's those moments when somebody walks in the room and just sucks the life and energy out of a room? It was just me and him. And the only impersonation I can do of Keith Oberman to justify how I felt at that moment is this. Ready? Luke, I'm your father. This guy was Darth Vader incarnate. Oberman. This guy came in, never looked at me. He came in like a surgeon, no emotion. He washed his hands, splashed some water on his face, toweled his face. I'm right there. I'm four feet from the guy. Never looked at me never, and just turned and left the room. And you think that was personal? I don't care, but it's creepy. I'm just saying the guy's creepy. I've been around a lot of news talent. That's sometimes just... The way they are. Steven, I only like your brother. <laughs> wow. Wish you hadn't had that garlic today. Yeah. Is he coming through the mic? <laughs> Dang. Let's hope not. Let's hope for no 3D uh, radio just you. yet. It's good for you. 888-340-3373. To the topic at hand. Um, and and, and if, you, if you are a supporter of the president, I really want to understand... What you would say to your children to defend supporting an administration that winks and nods at people that call women far worse names than anything that guy in talk radio did two weeks ago. And maybe you don't think it's as bad. You know, I was actually in a Facebook chat this afternoon. whole bunch of people, mostly African-Americans. Uh, I'm the whitey white on the page. And we're back and forth with this discussion. And they're like, um, their, their feelings were, yeah, basically Sarah Palin had it coming. They believe that Sarah Palin deserves to be called a vulgar, foul name. Perhaps the vulgarest, but go for ahead. For a sex organ. Uh, and, and yet, uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh calling, uh, a co-ed lying to a congressional committee, um, a prostitute was the worst sin anybody's ever committed. So I'm just trying to figure out, for those of you that are left of center, for those of you that are progressive, for those of you that see yourself as, you know, kind of the champion of all things progressive, how, how do you explain to your kids the difference between those two? In all honesty, is there is there something that you can say that that, that makes the Obama side of this equation okay? Because it's, it's not just the guys on TV anymore. It's now the Obama administration. His officials are mingling with the foul minds of the left. David Axelrod's going to seek the approval and the okay of the Bill Maher crowd and his audience to try to get people to vote for President Obama. These are people that support treating women this way. Yet... The vehement wrath must destroy the other side. I'm really, I'm, I'm, how do you justify that? Somebody in America has to have an answer for this. 
888-340-3373. Not one call. Hello. Not one person. Is anybody out there? And I think that the reason that you can't call is because you don't have any way of justifying it. Does anybody care? You know that the Obama administration is hypocritical, two-faced, a bunch of lying sons of guns. Can you, any, you know that they are. Can anybody see what I see? 888 What are you seeing? Those are famous words. Is anybody out there? Does anybody care? Can anybody see what I see? What are they from? Uh, they're from the author of the lyrics of the Star Spangled Banner. That's just Scott that's Key. the one thing, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a savant, Kevo. Francis Scott. I'd have won that on Jeopardy. That's not part of the Star Other Spangled. than that? No, it's not part of it. It's just something else he said once. It was kind of the poetic thought process that led to the Star Spangled The writing of the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Triple eight three four zero three three Or something like that. Because now somebody will call up and go, that's not the story. Okay, I've, I've reserved the phone lines for those of you on the left that support the president. Those of you who oppose him, now I want to hear from you. Because the president's supporters evidently are too scared to say anything. So what I want to know from the people who oppose the president, those of you that would consider yourself right of center, uh, what, what, what does this say to you about the other side? Can, is there any form of observation or truth that we can draw about the people that allow this type of rhetoric to be used in their politics. Because, friends, I'll be really honest with you. Stephen and I roundly disputed that icon of talk radio last week and said that those comments were far over the line, and he apologized. These guys on the left have never apologized, and now the president's own top advisors are snuggling up into bed with him going, Hey, we want to talk to you. We want to get in front of your audiences. We want the people who support you and your views. And the explanation that's coming back from them is, look, if liberals do it to conservatives, it's not really uh, misogyny. It's not really hatred of women because those women are too stupid to deserve respect. 888 888-340-3373. 888-340-3373. It's, it's astounding, Stephen, to see the death silence mm -hmm. of the phone lines tonight. Yeah. Like people literally have their lips zipped. They don't they, – they, they can't justify this. You can try to justify almost everything else. It's kind of weird. But not this. Stay with us. Nice. For you, is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? I say look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Not Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com Congressman Paul, Same who's right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs>
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to CaresProject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. CaresProject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S Project.com. CaresProject.com. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stephen Baldwin. He's Kevin McCullough. Our number, 888-340-3373. We said if you disagreed with the premise, you get to go straight to the front of the line. We're still keeping that in place. And we're looking for Obama supporters in, in reality. I'd love to hear from people that support the president or voted for the president. Uh, do you justify uh, the administration's use of left-wing public uh, personalities that use the C word and the T word to regularly describe the women that they disagree with. Uh, we roundly criticized uh, Rush Limbaugh last week uh, for using the terms uh, prostitute and the other slings for that in his criticisms of Ms. Fluke. Uh, I'm wondering if people from the left would be willing to criticize the, the personalities on the left. So far, we can't get one person to do that tonight, triple eight three four zero three three seven three. But let's talk to uh, Tacoma, Washington. Ben is standing by. Hello, Ben. Ben, are you there? Yeah, I'm. I'm can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Okay. Well, I, I wonder what y'all just as critical of it, of conservatives when they used to call the president's wife Hillary Clinton all kind of b words, all kind of h words, all kind of. Uh, uh, murder words, all kind of homosexual words. Were y'all just as critical then? We didn't have our show then. Let me say, would you have been just as critical then? Well, last week we said that Rush Limbaugh did the wrong thing. 
Okay. Well, even if you didn't have a show back then, I'm just saying. Personally, ben, listen to, very carefully. Ben, listen very carefully. Last week, we criticized Mr. Limbaugh for talking about women in that fashion. And I said multiple times that I would talk with my sons and, and we would make it clear they're never to address women in that fashion at all. Does that answer okay. your question? Okay, well, I'm, I'm asking you again. Okay, I'm saying before you had a show, you were still a Christian, right? Did you reprimand uh, conservatives for calling Hillary Clinton all those, those How could we reprimand, uh, uh, Ben, try to focus here. How could we reprimand, reprimand anybody if we didn't have a show at that time? No, I'm just saying. No, no, you're avoiding the question, Because yeah, that's ben. the question I want to ask. Ben, let me, let me, let's just, if, if you don't mind, Ben. Well, apparently, apparently you did. It didn't matter long because she was a liberal. You know, just like you just said well, that ben, long ago. Ben, can I ask you a question, Ben? Because we've answered yeah, your question. All liars, too. Go ahead. Uh, uh, ben, are you there? Ben, are you there? Yeah, but you also just said. You're going you're gonna to let me ask you a question or not? Yeah, go ahead. Ask. We let you talk. Now it's our turn to ask you an, a, a different question, if you don't mind. So, so Ben, the question is, can you explain to us and justify how Mr. Axelrod will go do Bill Maher's show when he has used the words he has that are far more profane than what Rush Limbaugh used last week. How do you justify that the President of the United States of America's representative, Mr. Axelrod, will go on that program and it's all just okay? C can you explain that? He's not a president of a representative. He's not. He runs his campaign no, no, for his reelection. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not a president. Ben, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, Ben, so what you're saying is. In the position that he holds in the president's life, it's okay to go do Bill Maher when Bill Maher uses the C word and all kinds of things like that, and that's just okay. Is that what you're saying? Oh, so you're saying that... No, no, answer the question. Uh, I, Is I, that I, okay? I yes or no? Is that okay, Ben? Yes or no? See, Ben? See, Ben? We have said that what Rush did was wrong, and I'll go so far to answer your first question and say, yes, those things that were called about Hillary Clinton, that was wrong, too. Is it wrong, Ben? Oh, it took you long Is it wrong? Can you say it's wrong, Ben? Can you say it? Because it's so obvious. I can say it's wrong. I said it was wrong by Hillary Clinton, so I don't have a problem. It takes me no time at all to say it. I say it took you a long time. But I, I, okay, so then you agree with us. Then you agree with us now that it's wrong of Mr. Axelrod, who is running the president's campaign for re-election, to go on that program with Bill Maher when he uses yeah, words I like... I, I said that, but here's the thing. If you guys had had a show, you could have nobody came on your show because all the conservatives was, was calling Hillary Clinton all kind of names. So you'd have had to reprimand every conservative that you... You're, you're a brave man, Ben. You're a brave man, Ben. You're obviously a liberal and progressive, and you just said yes. Well, that it's wrong of the president and Mr. Axelrod to allow this type of representation to occur on the Bill Maher program. Thank you, Ben. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. I think Ben may have been hitting the bottle a little bit before calling us, too. There's a little bit of slurredness. Who's that bald guy from Louisiana that lives there? In Jim's, James Carville. I think it was James Carville. No, 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 no. <clears throat> Sounded like him. Well, maybe an ethnic James Carville. 
888-340-3373. Let's I thought it was to, James Carville. Uh, let's talk to... Now, he was talking too slow to be James Carville. <laughs> James Carville talked much faster. I can hardly understand James Carville half the time. Michael in Seminole, Florida. Hey, Michael, welcome. You're on with Baldwin and McCullough. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you? We're doing pretty good. good. I mean, good. no one's I, called I, me I a nasty support. name in the press in the last week, so I, I guess by some I'm having a great week. Good, good. Well, you know, I, I support Obama, you know, but I don't approve of the language that, that these people are using. It's totally ridiculous. Which people? That you're referring to is Mr. Uh, Axelrod. So let me ask you this, uh, Michael. Do you think that this is something, either from just an optics perspective, like people are going to see it and look at it, that the administration should take into consideration and maybe say to Axelrod, hey, don't go on that show? Or do you think uh, that his supporters more or less won't care and say, ah, go ahead and do it? Oh. I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know how to answer that. If yeah. you were, if you were asked, if you were the guy that had to make the decision for the campaign, would you tell Axelrod to go on the show, or would you tell him to avoid it? Well, if he was going to clean his act up, I'd tell him to go on the show. Well, let's. I think he's a little confused. It's not Axelrod who has used this language. He's going on a program hosted by Bill Maher, and Bill Maher has used that language. And, 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 and where we're confused is you have Ac Axelrod made the statement that Rush Limbaugh was horribly wrong and Romney and Santorum, Mitt Romney and Rick Santorum should stand up against the statements of Rush Limbaugh. That's what Axelrod said. But yet now Axelrod's going on a program with a guy who's hosting it who's used far worse words. So our question is, how does a guy so close to the president, how, where, where, where is, where is the, 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 the permission for that? Where is the, the logic behind that? Yeah, I, I, I see where you're coming from. I, I, I'd have to say no. I mean, uh, he, he, wouldn't you say? Wouldn't, not to, because he doesn't need to be associated at all with him. Don't you think that for David Axelrod to have said the one thing about Romney and Santorum and Rush Limbaugh, isn't it just plain hypocritical to then go on Bill Maher's show? Isn't it just totally, obviously hypocritical? Well, I'm picking up the pieces. I just turned this thing on. but um, oh, You're, you're I, doing I, a good job, by the yeah, way. Actually, uh, thanks for the call. Uh, appreciate it. Taking a break. Being right back. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, 
Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. I'm Hannah. This is my story, and it's not what you think. Provident Films and Samuel Goldwyn present October Baby. Well, three weeks ago, I found out that my entire life is a lie. So I went on a trip. If you find your mother, what would you say? I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't know. From award-winning directors John and Andrew Irwin, a movie about one girl's amazing journey to discover her hidden past. This is my only chance to find out who I really am. I know where your birth mother is. I'm starting to think that I shouldn't have found out about all of this. To find the true power of forgiveness. Why didn't she want me? What's so wrong with me? You have the power to forgive, to choose to forgive. And remind us that every life is beautiful. I didn't see no tissue. I just saw the face of a child. October Baby. In theaters March 23rd. Rated PG-13. Consider the coffee bean. Ever since the dawn of mankind, never has there been a more powerful and potent tool to help you and me get out of bed and do what we need to do on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you enjoy your coffee, I want you to check out More Than Coffee when you click on TheBingeThinker.com. By going to More Than Coffee and clicking the button, you'll find all kinds of tasty coffees from Costa Rica to Jamaica to Sub-Saharan Africa, across every continent of the globe, be able to order the best tasting brands available and for every bag you purchase two dollars will be donated to extreme charities go to things like feeding hungry kids or getting bibles into the hands of those who can't get them in any other way please check out more than coffee and enjoy something much more important with your next cup compliments of extreme charities more than coffee at thebingethinker.com and don't forget to select extreme charities before you check out more than coffee at thebingethinker.com It's Baldwin McCullough live, uh, live from New York, triple uh, eight. That's eight eight eight. For those of you that were educated in public schools, three four zero three three seven three, eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. For those of you that didn't have the advantage of being homeschooled, 
I sometimes have to explain what triple eight means. So eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. The question, very simply, is: um, Should President Obama be giving his blessing, sign of the cross, everything else, for David Axelrod to go sit at Bill Maher's left hand, figuratively, and uh, and 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 pander to his audience and ask him for his blessing? So that everybody will vote for Obama, because that's what he's doing. He's going to go on the Bill Maher show here in a couple of weeks. And uh, Bill Maher has repeatedly called women far more foul things than anything else on television. There's really nothing that compares to the words that Bill Maher has used to describe women. And since we've had a lot of discussion about how women should be respected in recent weeks, I'm I'm just curious as to the answer to this question. 888... Three, four, again, I love when you act like me. For those of you in public schools, three eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. That's mean. No, it's. Have you seen what the quality of our public education gets us these days? No, don't go down any rabbit holes right now. Eight 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 three four zero three three seven three. So, and and I just I popped into Politics Nation uh, group on Facebook.com, and uh, George Cook said. In the past few days, many have called for Limbaugh to be pulled off the air for his disgusting remarks about fluke. I think he is a despicable, racist, sexist, xenophonic uh, son of a fatherless child or whatever. Whatever the Xenophonic? Xenophobic. Is that a flat screen TV? What is that? <laughs> who only serves the purpose of letting xenophonic. the rest of us know that we are better than that. But are you better than that if your campaign staff is going over to Bill Maher and uh, Darth Vader Olbermann and um, Ed Schultz and going, hey, guys, I know you've said far worse things about women than what these guys ever said, but please, 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 please put my – let me be clear. Put my guy on your show so that I can get out the message of fair chance and fair share for everyone. Let me be clear. Wait, uh, prompter, stop moving. Can we have it start up again? I'm, I lost my place. Uh, 888-340-3373. Your thoughts uh, on that. And let's start with uh, Ida in Pinellas Park. Ida, welcome. You are on with Baldwin and McCullough. Hi. I know I know that uh, President Obama is our president, and uh, we don't have a choice right now. Uh, I believe that he and his side have such hard hearts and such stiff necks they can't see past their nose. Hmm. I did to tell them, be not deceived, God is not mocked. So, Ida... The denigration of women okay. on any half behalf is not right. All right. And see, I think that's what most people think, Ida. What, but they don't have guts enough to say it. Well, I... Or that's, to do anything about it. That Well, they're going to do something on November 2nd. Right. Yeah. Thanks for the call. You know what also bugged me this last week? I forgot to tell you this. When he, when, when Obama did his first uh, press conference of the year this week, and he took questions from the press corps for about, I don't know, an hour in the, uh, in the press room at the White mm-hmm. House, mm-hmm. and he was asked about the fluke Limbaugh thing, and he said, uh, well, you know the reason I called her was because I, I want Sasha and Malia to someday – and I'm summarizing greatly, following her footsteps. 
And, and if he want, had sons, and I don't want people, and I don't want people calling them mean names. That was his excuse for coddling the political activist posing as a co-ed. So, out one side of the president's mouth, he's going, "Well, I don't want my daughters to be called these names." Do you think if there was a reputable person in the American culture anywhere that called Mrs. Obama the the, the synonym for the for the genitalia or either of his daughters those words, do you think that there would be anything but scorched earth behind them? And yet the president's buddies can say that about Michelle Bachman, Sarah Palin, uh, Mrs. Bush, anybody they want to say it, it doesn't matter. Because if you're a liberal guy saying it about a conservative woman, the conservative woman, in Olbermann's mind, too stupid to deserve the respect that, that she should demand. It's, it's a weird double standard. Oh. <clears throat> kind of isn't when you're just a hater. 888-340-3373. Haters hate. This is the group that talks about tolerance all the time. <laughs> We're supposed to tolerate people that are different than us, remember? Haters hate. So you're saying that the haters are intolerant. I got to take a break and think about that. It's Baldwin McCullough Live. In 2012, maybe you've already discovered it's the season of the cold, the flu, even the bronchitis. Have you made too many trips to the doctor, and are you finding that they're getting more and more expensive? Perhaps you have incomplete coverage for your family's health care needs, and you're looking for ways to save on dental, eye care, chiropractic, homeopathic, and other things that most traditional insurances don't cover. What if I told you you could have a doctor standing by 365 days a year for your needs by phone that can give you a consultation and write you a prescription and send it to your pharmacy. What if I told you all of these services would be found in one simple source, the Family Health Passport. For the cost of one doctor's visit, you can give all of this coverage to your family right now. So get online and go to caresproject.com. Click the funny green button at the bottom of the page that says Family Health Passport and discover for yourself just how valuable this passport tool can be for your family's health. That's caresproject.com and click the green button called Family Health Passport. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. For you, is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. 
Best-selling author and nationally syndicated radio host, Danny Johnson. Why is it important to groom the next generation for success? 14,000 hours of schooling that you and I had from kindergarten just to the 12th grade. Not a single class was on financial wisdom. Not a single hour teaching us the difference between wise and foolish spending. Teaching us really the price that credit card debt really pays on an individual and a family. Not a single class on how to become an entrepreneur, start your own business. Not a single class on even how to motivate and work with other individuals. Not a single class in those areas. And so why is it important to groom the next generation for success? Because right now society is grooming the next generation for accidental failure. Why not discover for yourself the proven strategies for raising the next generation of leaders? Grooming the Next Generation for Success, the book exclusively at dannyjohnson.com. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? (laughs) I think they're all wrong. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough Live. I'm Stephen Baldwin. He's Kevin McCullough. Numbers 888-340-3373. We got packed phone lines. Let's start in Chicago, Obama's hometown, with uh, Angela. Hey, Angela. I'm so glad you didn't hold it against me. Believe me, I really am. <laughs> Listen, I I am a mom who's finished homeschooling. I'm looking forward to lots of grandchildren that I can help out homeschooling. Amen. And you know what? I am I am multilingual, but I do not speak libtardese. You don't, you don't speak what? Libtardese. Oh, okay, okay. I got it. I don't speak it. You, you combined people. three words there instead of just two. It yes. was the third one that threw me off. Well, there's yeah, two two pre, two prefixes and one suffix. But anyway, <laughs> that's not why I called. You know, I listened to the whole show tonight. I had the ability to do that, and. You were talking about what they called Michelle Malkin. Yeah, Keith Olbermann called her uh, something about a bag of meat with lipstick. Yeah, well, there was one word missing from there, and I called to finish the phrase. Okay. They called her a bag of mashed meat with lipstick. Mashed, M-A-S-H-E-D. Now, you know, mashed gives the conjure, conjures up a picture of something all messed up. Someone who's, up. yes, well, someone who's been beaten or, yeah. Yeah. So I called because it's worse than what you gave it. They they are ruthless. They're the ruthless party. You know that. I know that. 
But Angela, here's oh, yeah. what here's what's kind of frustrating because you heard the yeah. caller that Stephen and I labored with a couple of uh, commercial breaks ago, and oh, you heard. Well, you know what? I'm surprised I stuck with the with the with the show. Believe me, <laughs> it was hard to listen to. Yeah, but that that's that's uh, in in large part that's what we're dealing with when it comes to the mentality. Because they have they they struggle. The left struggles. And now I'm talking to your audience because you know all this. They struggle because they know that they, in their head, they're thinking, yeah, you're right, but they're never going to say the words. They're never going to do it. Yeah. Never, ever. It's never in, thank, thanks. Ever. Thanks, Angela. Good call. It's interesting because during the commercial break, I was just chatting with someone. And, um, Stephen, you heard this, but the observation was made. Certain people support the president so much that you could literally, he could literally commit a crime on television with the whole world <laughs> watching and people would be like, Oh no, it's Bush's fault. He deserves another term. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the stra- strangest stuff. Let's go to Patty in the Bronx. Hey, Patty. Patty, are you there? Uh, guys, pick up line six. See if Patty's around. Let's talk to a uh, Mark in Plattsburgh, New York. Hey, Mark. What's up, fellas? You think What's that uh, million-dollar check that Bill Maher gave Obama had anything to do with it? <clears throat> he didn't give it to – let's be clear. He didn't give it to Obama. He gave it to oh, the I'm Super sorry, PAC. I'm sorry. He gave it's it to the Super PAC, which supposedly President Obama can't have any say about how that money gets spent. Supposedly. Right. <laughs> that was one of the little gifts that McCain-Feingold gave us. Yeah. You know what this is becoming, fellas? I can tell you, I called you a couple times ago. Uh, I'm 52 years old. I voted for Ronald Reagan twice. That's how old I am. All right, Steve, you got it. Yeah. And uh, it's this is it's like P.T. Barnum circus. This whole thing now. That's what it's become. Because for years I've been following. I, I think uh, Ted Koppel. I learned off. Ted Koppel was the best back then. That's when you know these journalists. They went out and, and uh, they put the helmets on, and these were real journalists. Now everybody's an analyst. Everybody wants to analyze, and half of them don't know anything to begin with. Well, that all being assumed true, Mark, and I don't have any uh, beef with it, um, the the issue of whether or not uh, a president's closest advisor, and when, and when Axelrod was in the White House, he was the one that spoke directly into oh, yeah, the no, he shouldn't be going of the president. No, and, this, is, this is this part of their game. They're, they, they, think, they, they, they think we're stupid, and that's the worst thing. Don't call me stupid. You know, I'm not. I yeah. try to... Do the best I can. So, they, so they, in, they, in they reality, right in so, so, so let's interpret this backwards then. So if that's where they're starting, then the outrage about Sandra Fluke was all fake to begin with. Yeah. They didn't care about her. No. Okay. It's forgotten about already. Yeah, except for the damage that they're still trying to do to uh, that icon in talk radio. Yeah, and he's got everybody's got a little power when they get on the radio and they got that switch in front of them. But I, I think you it's know? so funny though because he's now de- he's declining some of the clients that used to advertise on his show the chance to return. <laughs> exactly, that's what I mean. Less than a week, it's all it's all over. Anything is over. Nothing, nothing. People are so um, calloused, if you will, um, with what we hear and see. I, I tell you the truth, fellas. I think they could do anything. That, that I in some people's minds, I know that you're telling the truth. Yeah. Mark, thanks for the call. Thanks, Mark. You know what else is kind of disturbing? Not to change the subject completely here, but changing the subject completely here. Um, <laughs> I do that sometimes. No. I found out this week, because uh, our, our media marketing company, Extreme Media, 
is uh, we're producing a little short film for um, a crisis pregnancy resource center here in North Jersey. Mm-hmm. And we've been in principal photography, and then we're editing, and, and it's all going to be used on Monday night for a big fundraiser that they're doing, and it's going to be about five minutes long. But when I sat down with some of the people that we interviewed, I found out, and adoption's really important to the pro-life cause. I found out that Planned Parenthood in 2010 – uh, made all of, across all of America, 3,400 adoption referrals. So 3,400 times they told a young lady, uh, don't kill your baby, go check out adoption. That same year, which is the most recent year we have numbers for, they performed 389,000 abortions. So 3,400 referrals for adoption, 389,000 abortions, one adoption for every 1,000-plus abortions. And we paid almost a half billion dollars to them, you and me and everyone listening tonight. If we were just paying for just the abortions, we paid Planned Parenthood $1,400-plus to kill a kid every time they killed a kid in 2010. I, I just wanted to just throw that out there because I just want I want people to have the same little gift that I was given this last week when, when that all hit me. at the I, I got physically ill. You and I, some of us out of work, some of us working as hard as we can, can't pay our bills, but you and I paid Planned Parenthood $1,400 Every time they killed a kid in 2010, and they killed a kid 1,000 times for every one child, they got adopted. Baldwin McCullough coming back. ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills. Through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, then it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to DannyJohnson.com for all of the details. That's D-A-N-I Johnson.com DannyJohnson.com DannyJohnson.com Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another, and no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, 
Stephen Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. Rekindle the romance between you and I. Saturday night, Baldwin McCullough live. We're not giving out the phone number anymore. 888-340-3373. Like I said. 888 What a great program this is. Just one of us. This. Go ahead. One of us knows what the heck's going on. One of us. We won't say who. Yeah. Because we don't even know between the two of us ourselves. Um, just saw this uh, come across the uh, the hotair.com site. Apparently, uh, comedian Louis C.K., and he's not quite as well known as Bill Maher, but uh, he has pulled out of the Radio and Television Correspondents Association, where he was scheduled to perform on June 8th, and CNN is reporting that apparently it has something to do with not wanting to step into fledgling controversy because Fox News host Greta Van Susteren blogged on Thursday that she's going to urge journalists to boycott the dinner because of CK's filthy language about women and Sarah Palin in particular. Good for Greta. Rock and roll. An honest broker there. She's uh, she's yeah. trying to make a difference. Um, so anyway, uh, it looks like at least one of the foul mouth leftists is uh, being uh, put in his place. Uh, but Bill Maher is still planning on having uh, David Axelrod. And, friends, I, I would strongly encourage you to encourage the White House to discourage <laughs> campaign David A. from heading on over to the foul-mouthed, filthy-lipped Bill M.'s show. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I told you about the Planned Parenthood numbers. That's a shocking thing, isn't it? 3,400 adoption referrals, 389,000 abortions. And we paid for them. And it's one in ten for every one. No, one in a thousand. Thousand. Yeah. One times a thousand. So for every one adoption Planned Parenthood did, they killed a thousand kids. 
and it's interesting because I had a, a a debate with somebody recently who said to me, "Hey, man, you got to relax with this whole, you know, you being against the funding of Planned Parenthood because most of the work that they do is provides really important health care to women." No, they do some of that, but it's they don't. It, here's here's the thing about Planned Parenthood: they claim that they help the issue of breast cancer, right? But they don't even do mammograms. They don't even offer mammograms. But they, they claim, you know, we, we provide breast cancer services. I don't know. If you don't provide mammograms, what do you do as a, as a clinic? I, so, I don't know. Uh, anyway, one last little just note of cheer for you this weekend. In the month cheer of, and <laughs> just, just this one last little tidbit. In the month of February, uh, we as a nation spent... Uh, no, the federal government, not we as a nation, spent $229 billion more than what we had in cash on hand. It's called a deficit. Right. In order to have a deficit, you have all the money that you would spend, you spend that. And then the deficit is everything you spend above what you had to spend to begin with. In this case, in one month. In, th- in 29 days, because it's leap year, right? We get one extra day. 29 days. We spent $229 billion more than what we had. And it was, of course, someone else's money. So I'm trying to think, how come nobody goes to jail for that? Because that's what would happen to me. said, I can't tell you how wrong I wished Kevin McCullough had been when, in 2006, he was the very first to predict the Obama presidency. I've got to say, I'm very amused when I start hearing comments about well, the president needs to show more leadership on this. Let me tell you something. I've been here. Beer summits. I said we've got to get done, uh, get this done. And so there's no point in procrastinating. There's no point in putting it off. 76 rounds of golf. Eight weeks of vacation. 149 fundraisers. We are going to start having to cancel things and stay here until we get it done. Leaders at a certain point rise to the occasion. Leaders are going to leave. 